Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation continuing podcast series. We're coming to you today thanks to generous support from individuals, donors, and our corporate partners, including Celgene. My name is Alice Houck, Senior Director of Professional Programs at AAMDSIF, and we're chatting today with Dr. Ihab Atala, Professor of Medicine and Section Head of Hematologic Malignancies in the Medical College of Wisconsin, Division of Hematology and Oncology. Dr. Atala specializes in leukemia and myelodysplastic syndromes at Frodert Hospital in Milwaukee. We'll be asking Dr. Atala about the results of a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association Oncology regarding transplantation for MDS. Dr. Atala, you recently led a study comparing the outcomes of patient age groups in transplantation for MDS. Can you tell us why this study was undertaken by you and your colleagues? Hello, and thank you for uh, inviting me. So uh, we started the study back in 2010, and prior to 2010, the uh, coverage for transplantation coverage for patients with MDS who had Medicare uh, coverage was uh, really dependent on the uh, local coverage determinations. In uh, 2010, CMS issued a national coverage uh, determination about MDS, and agreed to cover uh, stem cell transplantation for older patients with MDS if they are enrolled on a clinical study. The uh, CIBMTR, uh, myself, uh, Dr. Rizzo, and Dr. Horowitz submitted a concept to Medicare that we would prospectively collect uh, data on the safety of transplantation for older patients with MDS. And uh, based on that, uh, Medicare agreed to um, to cover transplantation for older patients with what's called coverage with evidence development, which means that patients would enroll on a prospective study. We would collect the data and uh, collect safety information and report back to Medicare on the safety and efficacy of this approach for uh, Medicare uh, patients with myelodysplastic syndrome. So this is why we started the study is to prospectively collect and evaluate uh, the safety and efficacy of stem cell transplantation in older patients in order that Medicare would uh, cover this uh, procedure. And you referred to CIBMTR. Can you tell us what that is? The CIBMTR is the Center for International Bone Marrow Transplant uh, Research. And one of its functions is to collect all the data for transplantations performed in the United States. Um, and that data is used for uh, uh, research, uh, safety, um, and follow-up of all patients who receive a transplant in the United States. And what were the key findings of the study, study that you conducted with your colleagues at CIBMTR? So really, the one-liner, the key finding was that uh, transplantation for older patients, older than 65, was safe. Um, and effective in this group of patients, and their survival was similar uh, to patients who were aged 55 to, uh, to younger patients, specifically 55 to 65. Um, the other thing that we was very interesting is since the study opened, the number of um, Medicare patients or patients older than the age of 65 who received a stem cell transplantation almost quadrupled which indicated that there were many patients out there 
who were eligible and could receive a transplant, but just did not because of uh, not be, being able to get this mode of treatment. What are some of the reasons transplantation is not offered as an option for MDS patients? So there, there are many reasons uh, for that. Um, uh, first, uh, as we all know, as we get older, we get more, uh, we could get more illnesses. So um, older patients frequently have comorbidities that exclude them from getting a transplantation. Uh, and second is that uh, referring oncologists or physicians don't necessarily know that this is a safe approach for a patient who is, for example, 69 years old. And um, patients themselves sometimes say, you know, I'm, I'm older, I'm not sure I want to go through this process. And lastly, of course, which like I mentioned earlier, just having access to a transplant, not all patients with Medicare had access to uh, stem cell transplantation uh, because of coverage. These are the reasons or some of the reasons of why older patients are not referred to, for transplantation. And recently, there have been improvements in transplantation that has made it more safe and effective for patients. Can you tell us a little bit about what some of those improvements are that make it a, a better option in some cases for older patients? So there are many improvements. Perhaps the most important is the uh, ability to perform what's called a reduced-intensity transplant. Uh, so with a reduced-intensity transplant, it involves less intense uh, chemotherapy for conditioning or less intense chemotherapy prior to a patient receiving the uh, bone marrow uh, cells um, or the transplantation. And having being able to do a reduced intensity, we, could, we can now safely uh, transplant older patients. And were there any limitations to, to the study that you conducted? It certainly had important results for uh, Medicare coverage, but were there are issues that arose that you would like to see further study to find out more about some of these things? I think there were a, a couple of limitations. Uh, first is, like I mentioned, age is not a uh, age alone is not a predictor. Uh, however, it's it's really uh, all about how uh, the physical condition or the physical function of the patient, and not age alone. Uh, so if you're if someone is uh, older and healthy, then they could undergo this. We do have some um, markers or indices, what we call the comorbidity index, which measures um, how functional the patient is or how healthy they are prior to transplantation. However, other having other functional measures would also be. Uh, useful. Uh, the second limitation is we didn't have uh, molecular studies. Um, so molecular studies are more refined um, prognostic indicators that look at the patient's disease and help us to stratify the risk of the disease. And lastly, and I think most importantly, is that we didn't collect data on quality of life for those patients who underwent stem cell transplantation. In other words, uh, yes, it was safe. Um, yes, patients uh, are able to tolerate it, uh, uh, survive it, uh, be cured from the myelodysplastic syndrome. 
but what was the improvement in quality of life when they underwent this uh, procedure. Uh, that's something we definitely need to look at uh, in the future. And what are the most important things that MDS patients and their caregivers should understand when considering transplantation? MDS patients and their uh, caregivers uh, need to understand that, A, if you're uh, older, you can still uh, be considered for a transplant. However, our study included very few patients above the age of 75. So above the age of 75, we don't really have a lot of data. Uh, Second, uh, transplantation is an intense process and it will um, affect quality of life for a period of at least uh, three months and possibly longer than that. And lastly, that there is a risk associated with this procedure, even up front in the first 100 days, where uh, unfortunately 10 to 20% of patients die from this procedure. Uh, So these are all things that need to be uh, considered, thought of, balanced with the possibility for cure and longevity with this procedure with stem cell transplantation. And is there anything else you would uh, like to add about transplantation, uh, especially if patients feel as if they are not being given that as an option, even though they feel they may qualify for that? Is it, should they seek a second opinion or uh, ask their physician why they are not being considered for transplantation or any other options? I, I think all patients, all uh, most older healthy patients who have myelodysplastic syndrome should be referred to a stem cell uh, transplantation uh, consult, especially patients with high-risk myelodysplastic syndrome. And uh, then what I always tell patients is you don't lose anything by knowing more or learning more about the options, whether you proceed with it or not, that's completely up to you. But learning more about transplantation uh, is is really important. So everyone, uh, especially the patients, uh, would make an educated uh, decision on what they want to do and what, what are their priorities in life. Thank you very much, Dr. Atala. As always, if our listeners need any additional information, you can contact AAMDSIF directly at www.aamds.org or contact us directly by, via our helpline. And Dr. Atala, thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise with us.